0: Log
1: Talk Radio
2: It's the Rad Reality Show, the round table discussion about Big Brother and we sometimes talk about a little bit more than Big Brother here's our theme music.
3: That's right, it's the Rad Reality Show, live on Block Talk Radio. We've got a great show tonight.
2: But Let's kick it off with Iris on for Thursday night, especially during Big Brother's time of the year, and you know what it is.
3: Big Brother fans, this is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I thank you for joining us on this Thursday, September 10th, 2015 evening. We've just watched the live eviction show on CBS, and now it's time for the Big Brother 17 Roundtable Show, hosted by Michael Cowboy Ellis from Big Brother Season 5. And it's time to do some talking about this. Big Brother 17 Seasons. So if you want to join in and share some of your opinions, all you have to do is dial one three four seven two three seven five five zero six and talk to Cowboy and tell him what you think. Um, we do ask that when you're on our switchboard, please press the number one key. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just on the switchboard listening to the show. Myself and Paul from Minnesota will be here as your co host so before we get too busy, let's say a quick hi to Paul, and then I'll bring up our host, Cowboy, and we'll get this Big Brother 17 roundtable show started. Paul, how are you doing tonight up there in Minnesota?
0: Hi, Carrie. Hi, everyone. I'm doing well. Um, it was a kind of uneventful uh eviction. I was gonna say episode, but the episode was good. Uneventful eviction, not a big big uh, surprise or disappointment. Uh and uh otherwise uh can't think of anything else is going on up here. How about yourself? How are you doing?
3: Doing pretty good, pretty good. I'm anxious to get Cowboy up here and get this show started. So let's play his theme song and get him up here with us. Here we go.
2: At Katie's place a We got cowboys.
3: Welcome, Cowboy. How are you? Yeehaw! I only came for the
2: lingerie party. Speaking (laughs) of James's words in Jory House, I thought that was awesome. And only James could pull something like that off and just to see Meg's uh, look at him when he said it. Um, You know, I hated to see James and uh, Meg go last week together, but you know that this year... The Joria house is probably the partiest place. Oh, my gosh. I I cannot wait to see their faces when Julia walks into the Joria house. I mean, I think they're going to start screaming and hooting and hollering. I think it's going to make it so uncomfortable for Julia that we might see some more tear works. But you know what? (laughs) It, It It happens. But you know what? I, I this should have happened last week, but it didn't. But it is all what it is worth, whatever. But um, we do have the. I don't understand.
3: Technology. I don't understand their their thinking behind sending Julia out. I mean, they're leaving the strongest competitor in, and yep. somebody who's partnered up with a team member with Austin. Yep. I mean who does that Yeah No
2: I I, to, I totally agree It's uh and even Les Moonves I saw a uh uh interview and even I've, I saw some uh stuff with Julia uh what Julia Chan and they're both saying what in the world is going on with this season and you know even Les Moonves in the, the article that I looked at he said he does sign off on these cast members, but he don't know what happened this year. You know, it's just it's one of those fluke seasons.
3: That's, right. That's just crazy. Speaking of Les Moon, speaking
0: of Les Moon Thank you. Speaking of Les Moon did you guys see him appear on the uh, premiere of uh, the Tonight Show with Stephen Colbert? No. I haven't oh, recorded Okay, so if you have ever watched it, you know that when uh, Letterman went off, they started, CBS started airing some of their TV shows in that slot, and one that they aired the most was, um, was uh, oh, God, now I'm, I'm drawing a blank, uh, The Mentalist, The Mentalist, which I really loved that show, and, They show Les Moonves sitting in the front row with a big switch, and it was like a switch where he could decide, however it was going that night, he could decide whether he wanted to throw that switch to start playing The Mentalist instead of The Tonight Show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is cool. That is cool.
0: And so there was some back and forth between Stephen and uh, and Les during it, but uh, it was kind of cute. You'll enjoy seeing that, Cherry. Yeah,
2: I'll yeah, have to go cool. it and look at it. I tell you what, I I still think David Letterman should still be there. You know, it's he was like a legend. I think he is the most funniest guy, and he started from nothing. And I just thought it was just. You know, when I heard his retirement, I was like, what is he going to do next? Because you know the man's not going to be able to sit still. However, I do know he's got a son, probably starting baseball and stuff like that, so he's going to be there. But can you honestly picture David Letterman at his son's baseball game, one coming up to him and asking him for the top ten for the day? I mean, it, I could have so much fun if I walked up to a baseball game and saw David Letterman. I would just have a ball with that. But uh, you know, he's a great. He was a great host. He was really talented, and you know, Jay Leno was the same way. I hated to see him go. But uh, you know, the thing is, is you can't do it forever. Uh, but uh, they, there were some great people. Uh, you know. I feel like they may come back, like Asino Hall, you know, was in retirement for how long and got bored and came back. So maybe we'll see uh, David Letterman again. I would like to see that.
3: I love Letterman. But I like Colbert, too. I mean, I wish Colbert the best. I'm going to miss Letterman, though. He's, you know, he's been in our homes for so long.
0: Exactly. I kind of, I was. The same way with uh, with Johnny Carson. I mean, oh. th- that was that was really strange to have him in. Uh, but uh, going back to uh, Big Brother, I really, I guess I kind of I knew that the, that that uh, Julia and Liz had decided that they wanted Liz to stay, but when they went in to vote. I really was halfway expecting um, Vanessa to vote out Liz. That really did surprise me, guys. I, I, I'm with you on that. That I don't know. That seems they like had a all dr- agreed
3: on it days ago.
0: It just seemed like a really dangerous decision on Vanessa's part. I think
3: they had all agreed on it days ago. Now, Vanessa, as we saw on tonight's show. Came up with all these demands, which you know <laughs> we saw them say, you know, yes to. We know they're not going to uphold. Um, but even though they said yes to them, she knew in the back of her mind. She went up and talked to Steve about it, and. She knew in the back of her mind she and in her gut that it was a risky move. And so why she isn't listening to that gut instinct right now at the exactly. critical time in the game, I don't know. But that was not a good move to keep Liz in the house. She is the strongest competitor out of the two, and she's got Austin there to... A sister and
0: and I've always felt that she had a Vanessa had a closer connection with Julia. If we all remember it was Julia uh, telling Vanessa, you know, that yes, indeed, they are twins, and they had that special bonding moment. Remember in the bed, and I always felt that Vanessa and Julia uh, between the twins were were the closest. Don't you think,
3: Abby? That's true, and she could get inside Julia's head, as we saw in the POV camp, much easier than she could in Liz's head, and Liz knows the game a lot better than Julia, so why leave Liz in the house when she can get in Julia's head? I mean, I just spilled out four or five reasons right there why Julia should be in that house and Liz should be going to the jury house right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 Cherry. Before I forget, because I will get in big trouble if you miss this. It has nothing to do with. Big I know water. it
3: starts tonight. I know. Okay. I've already got stuff to record. <laughs> I was going to remind you too. <laughs> I was just going to do it later in the show before we went off air.
0: Okay. Okay. We're talking about. We're reading each uh, other's uh,
3: mind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. We we are. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. I. I I, do we want to share it with our listeners? Are they fans? Sure, are they go ahead. Fans? Okay. We, Jerry and I have talked many times about how we like uh, the shows that Troy Dunn has worked. He's the uh, the locator where he finds missing uh, family members for the most part. And uh, it, it's always been very uh, emotional and riveting uh TV to watch uh, him find long-lost uh, family members or friends uh, occasionally, and he finally has come back doing a a new show that, that uh, pre- premieres tonight, and you're going to have to fill me in on, I, I'm not thinking of the Last Chance or something, what was it called?
3: Yes, I think it's called Last Chance.
0: Last Chance with Troy Dunn, and I don't want to keep changing it because it's the same same basic format. Same it's format, kept it, yeah. Kept it as the locator, and it's on what network? I've, I'm drawing a blank on that right now. I just found it and started recording without paying attention. But for those that may know who we're talking about, I just want to let the listeners know it's you started a new, uh, new show, and Episode 1 is on tonight. It does repeat several times.
3: Wow! Oh, it does repeat. I couldn't find it repeating. So, uh, yeah. Terry, will you te-
2: will you text me that uh, show and I will set it to record and so I can get on the same page. You're that passionate. I might even like it.
3: Just an incredible show. You would love it. Um
0: Sherry, and would you agree that probably I can't remember an episode that I haven't watched that I haven't gotten emotional or teared up?
3: Oh yeah. It's it's absolutely one of the those shows that I mean, Cowboy liked um home free and yeah. that yeah. show like had all button. those elements in it too that it was just one of those shows that it grabs your emotions and you know it if you have that kind of heart for for you know people that that you care about you know if you have a heart in you you're going (laughs) to love the show and (laughs) 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 some people just don't I mean they they're just not that kind of person that that cares yeah. for those kind of shows but others do and and if you you have that soft <laughs> heart there you are going to love it I'm um, trying to figure out what show it, what channel it's on um
0: Well, you you probably can find that quicker than I can. Uh, Anyway, that was a little commercial for another show. (laughs)
2: Well, real real quick, while we're talking about reality people, I have to say this for people that gives a rat time in, but on Jimmy Fallon tomorrow night, Donald Trump's going to be on there. I bet that's going to be interesting. I saw that on TV while I'm watching the New England-Pittsburgh-Steelers game. So I... I think it's going to be funny. I'm curious of who he will send out of the uh, the room this time. So I, I think that will be interesting. I I think that whole platform is just – he's been on reality TV too long. <laughs> so, but to interest, I just wanted to throw that out there. But real quick, I just want to touch base real quick before we get back on Big Brother. I'm confused, Paul, and maybe you might have – uh, answer this, and I should have had to answer this. I have just been so busy. I'm watching the game, and I'm seeing Tom Brady. So, did that did his expansion expire? Did they okay. take it away?
0: No, we they will make this. It. We will make this real quick. And even Sherry knows the answer, and she doesn't care about football, but. They they uh, they went to a, a federal judge and he basically wanted the uh, NFL and and Brady to come to an agreement. They couldn't come to an agreement, so the judge threw out the suspension.
2: Oh wow! Wow. Okay, I want to get out of my soapbox. I just I, I saw that and I was just it just threw me off. Which I mean I can't say I do have Tom Brady. On one of my fantasy football
0: leagues. So, uh, <laughs> well, that was so a, a good, good move on your part. Absolutely. Let's, uh, you know, let's get back to our, the show. Kevin, uh, yeah, well, you have
3: you have Dish Network, right? I do. All right. Well, it's one, channel one eighty eight, the UP uh, network. So we're, we have the same channels. So it's channel one eighty eight, the UP network. That's
0: okay. a, and, and that is a switch to networks. Maybe that's why he, he changed the names. I think uh, the right. name of the shows were different on different networks. That's very good. Have that's right. The
2: Locators?
3: No. What are they called? The, run, the Locator is his old show. They do uh, run some old episodes of The Locator on there. So if you happen to see those, check those out
2: but the yeah, new show is right called now. Last Chance.
0: Last Chance, okay. With before, Troy Dunn. Yeah, before every every Thursday is, is the new episodes of of the new show, and right before they air The Last Chance with Roy Dunn, they air old episodes of his original show called The Locator. So you'll enjoy, if you haven't seen them, You'll enjoy The Locator, but the, the new show is actually airs right after the Locators uh episodes.
3: I've probably seen each episode of the Locator two or three times.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
3: I I
0: we knew about Jesse making an appearance, but I had no idea
3: <laughs> that, that they'd pink be worried. Wearing... Units
0: O-M-G. Oh, o- and I you. know, and and anybody that followed the pre-interviews before the house gets got in the house, everybody was asking, you know, about Jesse to Austin. Austin has never shown any love for Jesse, and boy, could you, not only was he jealous of both twins oohing and eyeing over him, but he really doesn't care about Jesse. Could you tell?
3: Yeah. I tell you what, you know, Austin has said many times in this house he would love to challenge Jesse. (laughs) But you notice when Jesse was in the house, he didn't say a thing about, hey, Jesse, you know, let's set up a match when I get out. Or, you know, I want to challenge you when I get out. You didn't say a thing <laughs> like that when when Jesse was standing right in front of him. No,
2: nope. <laughs> no, nope. but you heard at the end of tonight's show, he said, "Put me on boat in the beautiful."
0: Uh, I please. missed that. Who's, Austin said that?
2: Yep, at the end, he, he said. Uh, put me on the boat in the beautiful. I caught that at the very end. You'll have to go back. Oh, but my
1: gosh. He, he, he
2: threw that out before we went on air. He said, put me on the boat in the beautiful.
3: Oh, for Pete's Please, sake. Please, I watched that show. I don't want to see him on
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm happy for him and Liz, but it's so, I don't know, of all couples, I think that is just the hardest to uh, swallow, to see. They just seem really like very, very way opposite of each other. And, you know, to hear Julia tell Julie Chan that she feels like it will, you know, continue after the show, I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, he had a beautiful girlfriend. And just, I mean, and this is my thinking on something like that. If you can have a girlfriend going into the house or a husband, not throwing any names out there, and go and do what you do and flirt and kiss and hug and cuddle, those are the people I stay away from in a relationship. I just, if you think that he did it once, don't you think he's going to do it twice? And three times and four times, I just I don't know I I don't think I would date someone knowing that they could hurt their other person on the outside and they came and defend themselves. You know, it just I think it's just I don't know. I'm old school. My mom raised me right, and I just I it just gets underneath my skin when I see stuff like that. And I guess that's why I'm just so turned off. And you know, and I just want to I, grab his chin and shave shave his beard. I know I have a beard, but you know that rubber band, you know, coming down, that's just so gross. I
0: I I kind of feel the same way. I I kind of feel like, like maybe Julia, you know, was uncomfortable with that question and was kind of you know, not saying how she really felt maybe, uh, you know, that's not her business, that's her sister's business type of thing. And it still seems like <laughs> a very odd couple. I was very hopeful watching the episode where she is, you know, Liz is, you know, angry at him and ready to to, to end it. And I was sitting there going,
3: oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a caller on the switchboard that hasn't pressed the one yet. If you're calling and want to join us on air, please press the number one key, or we think you're just listening. Let us know you it's want to join us Cheryl. on air. It's probably
2: Cheryl. She's probably driving. She's out of town for three days, and so she's listening to the oh. show on the road. Yeah, I've got, I've got a good woman. I have a good fiancé. I tell you what, she even she texts me, she goes, Oh, I miss your voice, and oh, yuck, cute throw up stuff, and you know she's very <laughs> romantic, and I, you know, I, I do appreciate everything she does. She works really hard, and you know, she 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 works so I can do the show. So that's a good woman right there. But uh, you know, she didn't get to watch the show, so she's listening and listening to uh, what we have to say. And
0: uh, no, no, I it's a, not her. You know, I know, I know. This this is her. Yeah, I appreciate though the kind words you said said about Cheryl. Though that was her sweet cowboy, but I know that that's not her.
2: (laughs) She's. I tell you what, she is very. I I tell her that she's so clingy, but you know this is the thing, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. And I'm not saying this because she's listening. I've never found a woman that has loved me as hard that she does. And she, I know with a question of doubt that she loves me every day, she loves my kids. And I've got some crazy kids, and she <laughs> loves them for she she loves us for who we are. And um, it's just she's literally a diamond under the rough. I mean, she's just incredible all the way
3: around. You've been happier since you've been with Cheryl than I've ever known you, cowboy. And I'm so happy for you. I actually talked to Dan about that today. How's he doing? He's, he's back home out of the hospital. I'm glad to say that.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah. He is home. He's, he's doing very good. Um, he's, he's back to his old self. I called him today myself and said, hello, numb nuts. And he started (laughs) going, he started uh, going off and, uh, I said, you know what? It's great to have you back. He goes, what do you mean? I said, welcome to ha- welcome back. You know, because you know Dan- Daniel Kaminsky, he's he's just so crazy and full of himself, and it's just you know <laughs> yeah. it that he had to go through this the past couple of weeks, and um, you know he's just he's a great guy and to uh, go through with all this. One great thing is is I feel like the treatment is working. And so the prayers and the thoughts uh, have worked. So thank you all that has prayed for Daniel Kaminsky. Um, you know, it's just I hate to see our family members, you know, hurting the way that they hurt once in a while. And, you know, that's life. But, uh, you know, he uh, he really appreciated our show when he was uh, in the hospital listening, and uh, I know that he was very honored, and I just – I'm just happy that he's back to normal uh, on the most part. I mean, the best that he possibly can. But uh, back to the show. Our, so, Paul, Terry, are y'all a fan of the egg challenge? I, I just don't think that my – I don't think I would have patience for the <laughs> egg. I just don't think I could have the patience.
0: Um, I'll answer first. I – I think it probably is, is a good challenge or they, well, I I shouldn't say this, but, or they wouldn't, you know, keep doing it, but um, it is a very, it's a very slow. It's not as slow as the uh, going down the slippery slope to fill up a a fishbowl with fluid. But uh, um, I, all I could think about is, The height in the middle of this rainbow would have been, and I hope this doesn't sound bad, but would have been unfair to James.
3: Cowboy, we've got a caller. (laughs) Awesome. You ready for him?
2: Let's do it.
3: Okay, here we go. We've got Charlie calling in. How are you, Charlie? Charlie?
1: Hi, I'm doing all right. How are you?
3: Wonderful. How are you doing?
1: Welcome back. Yeah, okay. Yes, you remember I called from before.
0: Yeah. Charlie Cowboy, you'll remember Charlie. He he uh works uh at Disney. He's also had uh from online news some of uh, uh a friend of Audrey's, I think his brother as well. Is that right, Charlie?
1: No, I just knew her. Her fun, That's all. I haven't. I sent out a message to her, but I haven't got anything back.
0: So I've been busy with
1: work. About coming on the show.
3: Well, we're glad you yeah. we we call in anyway.
1: Yeah. You
3: guys want to know what's going on so far on the live feed? Who's winning? Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. Well, right now Liz has about three. Uh, it's off right now. Fishes, but last they showed. This has three eggs. Um, Austin has six eggs, and both Johnny Mac and Vanessa both has seven eggs. Vanessa with a slight lead.
0: Oh wow! Wow. Awesome. And, and how mm-hmm. about the lux? Anybody go for the luxury yet?
1: Not yet. Not yet. Vanessa was way in the lead, and then she dropped one. But no one's gone
3: for luxury. Mm. Wow. Thanks for updating and
0: us. There's, and there is a total of 10, right?
1: I believe so. Two, four, six, eight, ten. 4, 6, 8, 10. Yes, 10. Sorry, I'm watching right now. I just came back on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, since we last talked with you, what are your your thoughts on, uh, on the season? Um, we had some... Personally, for us some disappointing evictions uh in the last couple of weeks. Uh how are you feeling?
1: Right. Well, I kinda of took about a week or two off after uh Steve's or uh, not Steve's Jason's eviction. I was just getting a little a little tired of the people, so I had to take a little break. If I don't take a break then I kinda of get too tired, you know, of the same people the same things over and over again, because I used to watch the Beats all the time. So it just gets a little, same things over and over again, that I took a little break, but I have to say I'm coming back, and hopefully now that Julia's gone, more of those people will go. Does that make sense?
3: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was really sad to see Meg and James go in the same night. That was a heart-wrenching night.
1: Yeah, I didn't mind Meg because she didn't really do much, but James was a, I hate when the bigger players go. I feel like this season a lot of the bigger players left so early that we're left with people just that sat around most of the time.
3: I know, the people that really knew the game actually went out early. Um. Jason and Davon and, you know, um, everybody that, that knew the game and was really playing the game went out early and it seemed like the people that just wanted to sort of sing Kumbaya and play games in the house and... Which I can understand that. I mean,
1: I think Big Brother is played in phases. And, like, near the beginning, you want to play, like, very quiet and, like, just be in the background and then, like, later on. But I think a lot of these people just kind of played in the background a little bit too long this season. And you had the three of Austin and the twins just kind of surprised it took them this long to get at least one of them out. I wish it would have happened way sooner. We would have a much better game going on right now.
3: I agree. I wish Audrey wouldn't have played so hard so early because I think she would really be interesting to watch later in the game, you know? Because she knew the game.
1: Right. I think a lot of people that know the game want to come out really swinging at the very beginning, and that's what kind of makes their downfall early on, that they just, had laid back a little bit in the beginning, then it would have been better. But it's so hard for people who are like Audrey, who is very outspoken and know what they want to do, and they want to, you know, they come out, they're like, oh, I'm going to be the best player, I'm going to be this player, I'm going to be that player, and then they come out, and then it's just too much right at first. I think then I again, if all... they sit back, you have people like, even Johnny Mac is just kind of eh, boring to me now. And same with... uh they waited too long to make their move, so now it's just like, eh. But that's just my th- own opi- opinion.
0: I think the, yeah. the key is to be able to adjust your game to what's going on, and I felt that Audrey wasn't able to do that. She wasn't able to yeah. change the way she was playing and she was actually counseled by several of her allies that she needed to do that, but she wasn't able to, and that was that was too bad for her. I think one thing, if I'm not mistaken, you you, uh, Cherry, you can correct me, but Johnny, is Johnny Mack not a huge fan of Big Brother and has kept quiet the whole time about that? I mean, is he not? Yes. Yeah, that's so correct. I'm I'm still I'm still feeling him. I I, <laughs> I think uh, Julie Chen is maybe getting a little aggravated at his hellos in the
3: voting booth. But
0: <laughs> oh, Julia went for the luxury. I mean, Liz went for the luxury. She's got an egg in the luxury. Uh,
3: yeah,
1: it looks like it. She
0: does. Wow. Which Just is which that. is smart if she's behind and so she knows behind. that there's no way she's going to catch up to get the HOH, why not go for it? That's That was smart on her part. Yeah.
1: Now, the question is, now, the trip that they said, now, this is maybe something to bring up more on the Monday show, out, out of the house, now, do you think they will take a trip like um, Dan and Michelle did back in Season 10, like, with a jury member? Because they said away from the house so i'm guessing they're going to leave the house for a little bit
0: i mean hey they they haven't repeated lots of things in the past they did repeat the twin twist this year that would be an awesome repeat uh to to be able to pick a jury member but uh i don't know i mean they have gone out of the house they went out in pairs uh to the uh to the right. uh, Olympic, uh, the Olympic uh, gymnast or whatever was right. it? Right,
1: the football last season. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I remember Danielle in season eight went to play a game show in New York. Uh, yeah, they've been out a few times, so I was just wondering.
0: The one that that still sticks out in my mind was when I can't remember. Was it season? three or something where they went to the MTV awards. Oh,
3: that oh yeah. That was that was incredible.
0: And, and was they actually
3: they awesome. actually got
0: to go down the red carpet or something like I The mean. red
3: carpet, yes. That was amazing and people were screaming their names.
0: <laughs> Somebody went on a helicopter ride too, didn't they? There's been
3: quite a number
0: now. Like Michelle about did. It. Yeah, no, 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 was no. Um, wasn't there one that they went over, over the city? I mean, she was on a helicopter to Catalina, but I was thinking there was another one.
2: Uh, was it? No, it wasn't Amy Cruz. I know. I do remember a helicopter. You're
3: absolutely right. And I'm Vanessa. One. Vanessa
0: you
1: know, won, a, huh? She's a, uh, she's about to win. All the
0: well, feeds are on I'm watching on
1: her I'm, right
0: I'm, now. I'm watching my Roku which is about a 30 second delay so Cherry probably is yep. watching it on on her computer. I have my Roku on too. And so Cherry you you're you're about 30 seconds or so maybe even more than that ahead so yeah.
3: No, I'm not Good I'm watching her. the chat room.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, oh!
1: Well, it's all right. She's about to put her laugh again right now. So wow! I...
2: So, so, so does she go after uh, Liz and uh, Austin, or will she go after Steve and Johnny Mac?
0: I am going to give up on trying to figure that out. I. Uh, <laughs>
3: she better go please. after Liz and Austin. Damn it!
0: Uh, that's that's what I would like to see happen she seems she seemed to really want Austin out uh, when she you know c- consulted with Steve's HOH i think wow. she feels more threatened by him i don't think
1: thing. that's the smartest move for her i think her smarter move is to go for Johnny Mack Johnny Mac and Steve knowing that they have more people that like them in the jury.
0: Yeah, you
3: really yeah, Right now, a lot of people that.
1: don't so- like Austin and Liz. Even though they're always going to be together, I mean, you still have – I mean, let's face it, though. It really comes down to POV now and next week. And so it could, anything can change. But I think her smarter move for her personally would be go for – Steve or Johnny Mac and then after you take the one out team up with that person to take at least that's right, smarter she,
2: She's going to actually uh, be able to do the tie vote So yeah. she'll get to, if it's a tie vote she'll get to decide at the end and then it would be over So yeah. Or
1: can she can just put one of each side up Yep <laughs>
0: That'd be interesting.
2: She'll yeah, she'll probably put she'll probably put Liz and she'll probably put Johnny Mack up.
0: Or do you think that she do you think that she really believes that the deal she made with Liz and Austin that they will honor that deal? Do you think she'll be swayed by that? Oh.
2: You know what? Possible. You're absolutely right. I mean, I guess in a way, in her standpoint, she would have to probably put Steve <laughs> and Donnie back up, and then if one of them went to Vito, they would take one of themselves down.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. As soon as you started laughing, I knew red wine was in the chat room, and I knew I needed to check the chat. Go ahead, Cherry. <laughs>
3: I asked Red Wine who Vanessa was going to put up for eviction. Red Wine always makes me laugh. And she says, "Okay, she will cry for 3 days and then put up Austin and Liz." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's probably exactly what she'll do. Red wine's always on point. That's probably exactly what she's going to do. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Well, I, I I have been a fan of Vanessa's gameplay for a very long time, and I I. Really would like to see her win. It's always, you know, difficult to get to that point. But I I really think she has played the best strategy game in the Big Brother house. And I kind of got a sense in a little bit of the jury house, you know, clips that we saw tonight that there's a lot of respect for her in the jury house too. Don't, didn't you get that feeling? <laughs>
3: Yes. Absolutely. Um, She she then followed up by saying, then Steve will flail his hands for a day and wonder what will happen. He has Coco to wrap his arms around now, though, Redwood. (laughs) He has Coco from home, his bear. He was so happy today. I was watching the feeds, and he was so happy when – he found out that he was going to be able to keep Coco in the house. They weren't going to take Coco away from him. And he said, I've just admitted on national TV that I'm addicted to my bear and he, to my stuffed bear. And he goes, and I don't even care. he said, I got this from my sister many years ago. And he goes, I sleep with it. I'm addicted to it. And I don't even care. And he was, just absolutely ecstatic about Coco the Bear that he got to keep that, that bear. He literally loves that bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. But I have to say that the home visits, if you want to call them that, tonight on the show were kind of oh, the family and, videos. Yeah, the family videos. To see Vanessa's girlfriend with those two dogs passed up next to her. (laughs) Was absolutely too cute for words.
0: Those are some big ass dogs when she picked up when Mel picked up both paws to wave. (laughs) Those are big dogs.
3: Oh my gosh, it was adorable. Steve, the reaction he had to seeing his mom.
0: Oh, we, was, that didn't surprise me. A little,
1: I I started crying myself. But I always cry. I'm a like touching, like <laughs> an emotional person. When it shows, like, when I see other people get emotion like that, like real emotion, not the not start crying, but like what Steve was doing, I tend to cry no matter what.
0: It was It was kind of, I don't know about you, Cherry, but I was so hoping that that uh, uh, Johnny Mac's brother was going to say something about, I did a radio show already, you know. <laughs> because that was the brother we had on, right?
3: Yes, it is.
1: Now, I have a question. Did, during uh, Julie's interview, like, asking the the house cast questions, she mentioned to Johnny Mac that he was actually playing a good game. Do you think that's right for her to mention that?
0: Never do.
2: I don't. That's one thing of production I literally hate is because in his mind, mentally, he's like, oh, crap. What do I do? And I love his, his answer He said, I have been screwing things up. So he's been saying that he hasn't done anything right, and it was a good cover-up. But the thing is, sometimes the hardest thing is to cover up what the host says or what production says. And I felt like he recovered his answer, uh, that question, very well. But I agree with you. I I wish... Uh, and the worst host to do it Jeff uh, Probst, uh survivor is the world's oh. worst when it comes to blowing someone's gameplay up and it drives me insane when he does that I agree me too but but I
3: it's, don't a, mind it's it's too much it's it's, survivor. It's, a,
2: it's an advantage it's an advantage i mean it's just one of those things where you're not only competing against the people that's in the game, you're competing against everyone else. It's very hard. But he's the world's worst. Julie doesn't do it as bad as Jeff.
1: I can just imagine being sitting in a room with all the people you're playing against and then... You're being told you're doing a good game, and then you're like, oh, no, no, nah. it's coming up with the answer quickly on the spot that stays true to who you've kind of been in the house, you know?
2: Absolutely. You know,
1: Especially you know he's playing the whole, I don't know this game, but yet he, turns, he knows the game completely well and is doing pretty fine.
2: That's like when you're talking to the jury when you're one and two, to tell them why you should win a half a million dollars, I mean, the first time you do it, you're very nervous. You're you're mm-hmm. worried about, you know, what to say, and you overanalyze what you're gonna say. I remember the two days waiting because when I in my season, Drew and I had three days uh, before we talked to the jury, give or take. So those moments you're literally processing, you know, everything, you know, what you're going to say and everything. And I said three days, I think it was more two days, but um, shoot, I I don't remember what I did yesterday. So uh, 11 years ago, I really don't know, but it's just one of those things where there was a lot of time. I do know that. And I remember going over and going over and i I came up with this yesterday and and I don't know if this happens, but I think I was doing my speech live like everyone does, and you know it was weird how I knew what Marvin would ask, and I felt like something triggered Marvin to say it, and I feel like sometimes if you practice your speech, something comes about, and that Something in the jury, someone asks you a certain question. And I don't know how much has been, you know, I I was never in the jury house. I wonder if they get to come up with their own questions or does production give them what to ask. I mean, sometimes I do wonder how that process works. And as of 11 years, I don't know that process which can be a good thing and a bad thing. But I'm wondering what can they actually say to the people in the house? I know the survivor people pretty much ask whatever they freaking want. They can bash them and everything else. I, I feel like Big Brother, on the most part, is a little bit calmer than Survivor. But, uh, you know, it's just it's kind of interesting Um, where the jury members are going to be. And as of right now, I feel like if Vanessa makes it to the end, Paul said it, we feel like the jury is favoritism to Vanessa because she is playing the game. And I'm glad that they do see that because if they didn't
0: see that she you no, know, I, I was just going to comment on the, the jury questions. Um, in recent years, they seem to get together and come up with, you know, just a few questions. They don't all mm-hmm. seem to That's have. What I, was I remember, say. don't you remember the days when we were watching the feeds and they got cut for like two, three hours and they had a live feed from the jury house to the TV camera in the mm-hmm. living room? And they had to sit there for hours and get drilled by yep. drilled by the the jury members and the feeds would come back and they'd start saying, Holy cow, can you believe what so and so said? Mm-hmm. That was really really brutal. And I kind yep. of think yep. those those were more um informative ways for the jury to you know to to talk to the final two. Now they can't yeah. do that cause, because they thought the feeds were too boring to have a final two. Now they have three in the house till the very end, and so they really can't you know ask questions to the final two because there's a third you know member still, right. you know guess still in there. But I'd like them to bring it back you know to a final two so the jury can really ask long and hard. Don't, what do you right. think? Uh,
2: well, I've been in that situation cuz ours took over hours you know in my season it was just two of us in the house and i'll be honest with you paul it was hell and but i mean as a viewer i do see what you're saying but if you're in the hot seat those two that hour just literally kills you i remember like you said we got out of those interviews, and Drew and I just looked at each other. And (laughs) I think think the thing is, is I think both of us started crying um, just because we just missed our family and everything. We talked about that. And we go, holy crap, what was they thinking? And I think for me it was really hard because I was sitting next to uh, one of my alliance members, which, I mean, ultimately that's what you want. But ultimately, is that what you really want? I mean, it's it's so hard because you're having to tell the jury while the other person sucks and shouldn't win <laughs> and this is the person that's been friends with you since you know, and what's so crazy and I wrote the dates, we're on eighty five days in the house. I spent eighty two days in the house and so they've already surpassed us and i just i thought 82 days was hard and i've said this but to go as long as they're going is just brutal and they've gone through so many things and then this week we've got a lot of eviction tuesday and wednesday so they have done two double evictions and then um and then eviction back-to-back, back, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's just so crazy how this season has came because there's just so many players. And I think that just makes it an exhausting uh, game for them inside. You know, it might not be the best cast of them all, but, you know, it's probably the hardest game that has ever been played.
0: Yeah, I I just want to clarify if if it goes like past seasons the tuesday eviction is not a live eviction they will be cutting the feeds for like 2 days because they will actually be voting people out on oh, probably like sunday on sun, sunday or monday um and they will be taping it for uh, the tuesday show Right, you know, right. be
1: recorded live, but broadcasted not live. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. What do they call, call it in the in the in the profession taped 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 to live or something like that. I don't
1: know. I, don't I know, know we do it for our Disney parade, Christmas parade every year. Everyone shows up on Christmas Day thinking we're going to have the big parade that day, and nope, it's already done. Happen a couple of weeks before. But I wanted to go back to <laughs> talking about the jury real quick. Um, yeah. I think another big issue is when the jury's asking them questions nowadays versus back in the past is I don't think the finalists, the final two have enough time to respond because it is a live show on that Wednesday but, night. And I think that has hurt people in the past. I think Dan would have won had he over Ian had he had more time to explain himself. And that's one thing that, as you were saying, you wish that the jury had more that they could all ask questions. I think and that was better for the finalists also to and, and explain think about
0: their, think, think about when everything. Andy de- Andy decided to bring Gina Marie to the final two because he knew that he could outperform her in that short Rock. you know period. Rock. Right.
1: And I know if it was me, I would just keep talking not let the other person say anything. What are they going to do? Keep <laughs> me out of the house at the very last episode? I'm going to keep talking. And when, when I, even if they say something that's true, I'm going to be like, nope, that ain't true. This is really what happened and just make something up. You Absolutely. Know?
2: And, you know, and I do see what y'all are saying. And, you know, I wish that there was, I wish I did my speech way differently, you know, because this is the thing. I did not win a HOH. But Dr. Will did not either. One great thing about Dr. Will was he was a great speaker, and that's where that long time played into his advantage. And I probably, if I regrouped and did it all over again, you could have outcome that situation. But the thing is, I mean, because all I had to do is persuade one more vote. I mean, one great thing is I'm not a bitter loser. I am very honored that um, it went four to three, and you know when people say, you know that you lost, I said, but I'd rather lose four to three than seven to zero. <laughs> you know, I I feel like that's an accomplishment itself. You know, I don't I don't think I was the best player of Big Brother history, and I'm not here to say that. You know, do I feel like? Uh, I think what I will say is I do feel like the four horsemen was very powerful at the beginning, and that's what got us where we got. Um, we could have been probably the top alliances of all time if my sister did not pull the five-finger plan the finger and get Drew to turn against us to get Jay out. We would have stayed strong. And our names, I felt like, would have been bigger. But, again, you know, you can't say what if either because it's already passed 11 years ago. You know, Nicole, I would love to see Nicomas and Vanessa play a game together because I feel like Nicomas had a way to persuade people just like Vanessa, and I know that's so weird and I'm not bitter against Nicomas. I think she was the best player in my season. That's why I would love to see like Vanessa and her and see the reaction do they work together or do they go against each other and plot against each other? You know it just it's so weird how sometimes you see different players and different people.
1: All right. I think that as Vanessa comes back, she's going to have a really tough time because people know how she plays and what she is now, like a poker dealer and her thing with the game theory and like understands her. She's going to have a really difficult time, which I think Nicole also did when she came back for all. Um, so, Speaking of, like, people coming back, out of this season, who would you like to see come back?
2: James and Johnny Mack.
3: We have another caller. All right. And we actually have a theme song for this caller.
0: And I'm going to assume that you're. I, I should uh play that because it's.
3: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay.
3: Ridley's winding
1: with the beast so fine to keep me rockish on the side.
3: We have our red wine in the house. How are you? Six years it took me to get a goddamn intro song. <laughs>
2: hey, you know what? It took me going on a reality show to get a theme song, so oh my I don't God. know what's worse.
3: You took your clothes off for an intro song. I called in nine
2: times. <laughs> You know what? I did take my clothes off. And you know what's so great is I'm doing this radio show and my clothes is off. My clothes stay off. I, I love my life. I, I could be in Mexico on a beach naked and I would live a happy life.
3: I've been listening to a goddamn podcast with no clothes on for six years. And I got it. finally got an intro song.
2: Well, Red Fine we are glad that you got intro song and called in. What is going on in your head? What do you think about Vanessa winning HLH and who do you think she's gonna put up?
3: All right, let me give you a breakdown. Uh breakdown. Vanessa Vanessa God love her. She's got skills. But the crying and the bug eyes and the drama is a bit much for me, okay? I mean, I'm from Jersey, and we're all about drama, and this is too much for me. <laughs> it's too much. Could you think it's of, part of you, her gameplay, though? I love weird guys, so I'm fulfilled with Steve and Johnny Mack. But <laughs> I'm really not clear on watching, like, last week, the dentist down in a pack of Fun Dip? <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. You know what? Yeah, fun Dip, okay, I'm thinking, people? It's pure I'm sugar. Just, yeah.
2: But you know, this is the thing, Red Wine, if you didn't have sugar, you wouldn't have Denises.
3: Okay, but he doesn't need any stimulants because he's <laughs> off his rocker without it. <laughs> he's a uh, he's definitely I can't imagine him with his guitar I mean well I've seen some videos so actually I can but I mean that guy had, if I could bottle that energy OMG I wish I had half of that energy as we say it's a cocktail crazy. So I'm very interested in what's going on. Austin is like a person I would never be friends with who refuses to put shoes on. Of course, And like, Steve is a mental patient. And I actually think I might be friends with him in real life. Johnny Mac is someone who I would not put my insurance down to have an appointment with. Okay? <laughs> Vanessa is a person who should be feeding herself meds like they're in a PEZ. <laughs> and I honestly, I don't know what to do with the rest of them. It's crazy. All the same people got evicted. <laughs> now it's just a crazy house. <laughs> James, I will tell you that James is, like, someone that, in the beginning, I was like, that is someone I'll be friends with, because, honestly, like, the Crocs were too much, and then he had camouflage Crocs and a camouflage visor, and I was like, I hate you, and I want to sit beside you at a bonfire, I like James. And Meg, who claims she's from New York City, who is not, and is actually from New Jersey, where I'm from, where shit's real. I I don't know this person. She's very nice. She has actually perfect teeth. So I think she would align with Johnny Mac. I didn't do that, and I'm not really clear why. Uh was super sweet and was never, ever going to go anywhere. Um, oh she a
1: trip. Whole, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say with the whole thing with uh, how you were saying Meg is from, actually from Jersey and she says she's from New York. Well, that I, I believe that's more of the producers in the show because I know a lot of people go on the show and just because they're not from a certain, they're actually from another area, but they'll say if they ever lived in this place, that place just because it the, fits their personality that they want to be shown i know annie was actually from michigan from where i was from but it said it but they claimed that she was from florida just because she lived there for a little bit so but
3: a okay. person from jersey who's a real person from jersey would never claim to being from anywhere okay So who do you think is going to win, Redwine? Okay. I'm torn because I think everybody who's left has a good chance and you never really know what's going to happen. So I think it has a lot to do with, you know, the upcoming events and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really hoping for Johnny Max. I think he's the underdog. I think he's like the smartest, dumber player that ever was in this game. And also, he he rolled over so many times. And I think if he can actually talk that out at the end, then he'll be good. The rest of them were, like, pretty much in power. And so they can be like, oh, we ran the house and all this stuff, so... So it depends on who's up front at the end. I think Steve is like the wild card, right? Because he didn't actually play for the first eight weeks and just wrung his hands and cried to his mom and whatevs for so long in the game that he didn't actually do anything until like, last week and he was, like, screaming the twins are stupid and all of those stuff, which actually pissed me off because I thought it was really rude. But because he didn't have anything to do with it, and I thought that was, like, not so nice and not so favorable to him. But I think we have to sort of see who wins and who gets played out. I think Vanessa has demonstrated the strongest, strategic game but I also think she's terribly unlikable I think she's just not really shown herself to be a nice person or a favorable person or anything like that so I'm hoping that the people she stepped on to get up in the ladder will actually take over very very soon and I think that's kind of a satisfying win if she doesn't win because she was so manipulative all the way up and so sort of nasty on the way that people climb over her and win. So that may not be the most favorable opinion, but I actually don't care for her, and I hope that someone like Johnny Mac prevails. Well...
0: it's it's really hard there's so many different scenarios with this this final group um it's easier for me to say who i hope doesn't get to the final two (laughs) um than who i think will get there i'm i'm certainly hope
3: doesn't get to the final
0: two i'm hoping that uh that austin doesn't get to the end You know, the only thing is that if he's he like does a crazy, get,
3: he's like a chromag, like chromag.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh Brendan would have uh, would have called him a Neanderthal, right? Or Neanderthal. Neanderthal, Paul. Um, to get
3: it right.
0: I. am <laughs> not lying in the hammock, so you you. I'm... Anyway. Um, I think that he would be somebody that maybe you'd want to have sitting next to you, you know, that would guarantee that you would win against, type of thing. Uh, Only, I in, think... a Only <laughs> in
3: a spelling bee. Only in a spelling
0: bee. I have, here's the thing. Technotronics.
3: I tried... Technotronics. Yeah. Do I have to remind you of that? Technotronics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh I'm seeing messages from Terry, so uh, I'm sorry about my stuttering um but- but I try not to I try to look at what kind of game people are playing and and not so much as to whether I like them as a person. Um, sometimes it's hard to separate. Can I ask
3: you a question, Paul? Yes. Why are they not showing diary rooms from Vanessa? Because we, she does so many crazy batshit things, and we want to understand from the diary room why she's doing them, and they don't show them. So we want and her to how say, long?
0: How- how long will we wait? I'm, I'm certainly not going to put her in the same category. I mean, I think that she is playing a good strategic game. But how long did we wait to hear Derek's um, comments in the diary room to to let us know why he was doing what he was doing? It took a long time, remember?
3: I might have be biased, but I, in my mind, feel like every time he did some crazy stuff, he said, this is what I'm doing, and this is why I'm doing it, and I'm telling them what they want to hear and all of that stuff. I feel like, for my recency bias, he did say, and I feel like for her, she doesn't ever talk about it. And what I've heard from the blogs is that she refuses to be honest with the diary room because she doesn't want anything that she says to be used against her for other people.
0: And okay, that's well, that's that. Kinda, no, I I I could understand that. That's not fair to you know the the viewers of of Big Brother though. Um, I do think about this though. From early cowboy, you're on. on the air. Hey, cowboy. You're on the air. Would, uh, I'm
2: listening. I'm
3: listening. What, okay. Would they, uh, do you think they would agree Let to that finish. though? I mean, if somebody went in, okay.
0: Okay, what I was going to say, and then and then I'll, I'll I'll shut up, but what I was going to say is, from early on, any time there was discussions among some of the house guests, it was like, "But let's wait and ask Vanessa what she thinks. Everybody valued her strategy and what she thought, and that speaks volumes to me um, and that's all I want point I want to make.
3: But the other thing we've heard is that the diary room has very leading questions. And if they think that somebody is on the fence, they say questions one way or the other, blah, blah, blah. So you know they have to be doing that to her. And they haven't shown her in the diary room asking, answering any questions about her strategy for a long time. So the other thing is that she and Austin have been having a lot of conversations about their next reality show about poker strategies and a reality show about poker and him and her and all these other things. So do you think that the show is holding back on their private conversations? Because she has said that she's not disclosing her strategy because she's saving all for either a book or her show. About why she did them. I don't
2: know. It's it's weird. I did not really realize that there there actually hasn't been a lot of diary rooms this season.
3: Well, there have been. There have been a lot of like of Steve wringing his hands. And of every other girl crying. But no meat. We're getting no meat. Cowboy, what did you think about, like, the twins? Did you think that one or the other had a better advantage?
2: Uh, of Who? Who had a better advantage for what?
3: The twins. Who do you think um, was
2: better? Yeah. Probably Liz of Julia. Like competition wise, I mean, Liz won competitions. If that's what uh, you're asking, Julia really was just there.
3: Do you think she would have done I mean, better without her sister, though?
2: I think either or. I think that they're me personally. I think that they've been putting off the same game, you know. In that in that competition, they were neck and neck. I almost felt like it was like a twin tuition. I I think it's fifty fifty. It's hard to explain because I really, to be honest with you. Hadn't seen a lot of gameplay from either or, but they were probably one of the most powerful people in the house. Um, I know that doesn't answer your question, per se. I just I didn't see a lot from the Twins. I felt like they were just there. And, you know, I also feel like Vanessa has basically got them to where they are. I think that Vanessa actually... Um, a lot of people's writing Vanessa's coattail. And I've never seen it where this many people believe in her so much and she has promised them the world. And I don't think I've seen in a long time Vanessa say, Hey Julia, pick um Austin for the veto competition. I mean, and she did it and still was able to pull from it. I mean I just think this is a crazy, crazy season because I don't feel like people are really being strategic in this season. I don't think it's the worst season. I just think that it's not like one of the best seasons either.
3: Okay, Cowboy, I want you to remove your fantasy of the twins plus Vanessa. And let's just break it down to Austin, Johnny Mac, and Steve. What happens? What happens if they're the final three?
2: Johnny Mac wins.
3: On what basis?
2: Johnny Mac is liked over Steve and Austin in the house. It would not be on a game move. They would literally go to, if it was them three, Johnny Mack would win by um, social skills. Johnny Mack would beat them to any day of the week.
3: But what if somebody said that he rolled over for nine weeks in a row? He let himself be put up as a pawn for nine weeks, and he threw competitions for four weeks. And maybe he has the most perfect teeth in the world. <laughs> but he was a bitch. What do you say? This is, this, Whatever this he did, it got, it got him to the end.
2: Absolutely. He has played the game. And my argument is he did not have to say yes to put being put on the block. And he has won vetoes. He has won some competition. I mean, it's not like Johnny Mac has not played the game. Johnny Mac really has played a halfway decent game to what he's been thrown to. And he's done it by himself. He doesn't really have alliance members like everyone else. So for him to get to the end by himself is impressive enough. And Austin and Steven – has won probably – they've probably all won about the same amount of – if you want to put HOHs and vetos together, they've probably won uh, as equal, uh, except Stephen. He hasn't. But Austin and Johnny Mac are really neck and neck when it comes to
3: competition. The one thing that I'll okay. say about Johnny Mac, and I have to give him props on this, is that he knows – when to keep his damn mouth shut. And in that house, that's hard to do because there's nothing to do but talk in there. And
0: he has
3: sat and watched everybody else explode, implode, fall apart, do whatever they do, talk about each other, turn against each other, whatever. He has sat on the sidelines and kept his damn mouth shut. And that's a really hard thing to do in that house.
1: I want to add to this. Another thing that Johnny Mack has for him is when he gets nervous, his whole funny personality comes out where it's just like a laugh (laughs) and just crazy. We all saw when he got voted out with Julie and how everyone loved that. And when it's too... At the very end, he's gonna be nervous, and that's gonna come out, especially when it's live and everything's gotta be quick. And I think that's gonna be a favor for him with the jury, who all love him.
3: And I love that he like is toying with Julie Chen. So sometimes he, he, Julie was like, Johnny Mack, we need your vote, and he was like, Hey, girl, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about John, about Julie Chen. Oh, absolutely,
2: and I love, and that's one thing I love about him is I love the funny. I think he's the only one that would be able to get away with it because I, I love the way that he goes in there and he just says, what do you want? <laughs> I mean, I love that he does that. He takes it, the game and he's having fun with it. And, you know, the thing is, is put everything aside, that game is so stressful, and for him to make jokes about certain things and to get him to where he's at, I I love how he's taking the pressure off the game being so stressful, and I, I love that, and you're absolutely right. He giggles so much when he's so stressed, and uh, I think he's a brilliant man. I mean, let's be honest, guys. I mean, this is a doctor. I mean, he is very smart. Just to take a test uh, to be a dentist is freaking insane.
3: Well, his brother, we had his brother on Michelle's show, and his brother actually told us he was, um, he actually had a different major. He was in, um, oh, gosh, ah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other major. He was in um, a major accounting. for... Account, yeah, accounting? Yeah, some sort of account, accounting, I think. Yeah. And he did some research and found out that dentists make so much more money.
2: Yeah.
3: And so he changed his major and decided to become a dentist because he could make so much more money than an accountant. And so that tells you right there the man isn't dumb by any means. I mean he absolutely. is smart. He's got his goals. When he sets a goal he achieves it and he goes for it. I mean I think he's you know, he's definitely a smart guy. And I oh, think to be able to go in there and, and do what he's doing. You know, when we saw pictures of him back in his office, you know, he had women two and three times his age working for him in his office. And, you know, he looked very professional, you know, um, didn't look like him at all (laughs) in his office. And didn't you see him in the house? It was like two different people.
2: So... And you know and I and I appreciate that. You know, uh I'm I'm good friends with my dentist. And you know, it's just you know, I love a dentist that can be personable and love life and talk football and you know stuff like that. And you know, I just and my daughter's orthodontist, you know, he's just he shakes my hand every time and he's goofy as he's a short little man that is so funny. And he has fun with his patients. Reminds me of Johnny Mac, but doesn't, you know, talk like Johnny Mac. But I just, I feel like Johnny Mac uh, clientele is so much just because of his personality. And I don't think he's been doing dentist work for a long time. I I think he's probably very new at it, But, but but. he was still able to take off from his practice, which I mean it's probably costing him money. That's what's so weird is he's making money but he probably had to get somebody to take over to fill in for him and so that does cost money as well. As we are wrapping up, I see that we are literally running out of time. I wanna thank Red Wine. Thank you so much for calling in. And uh, Charlie as well. Everyone that's listening to podcasts and people on the phone line. And um, special thanks to everyone in the chat room. Uh, without you guys, we would not be here. And uh, I do know that Daniel Kaminsky is listening, and he is a jerk, just so he knows. Uh, he, he is got a sweetheart. That. He's not uh, a jerk. Oh, he's a, he's a <laughs> jerk. Uh, you should be seeing the stuff that he's texting me while I'm on the phone. But I'm glad that he's to his old self. And, um, Paul Cherry, thank you so much for everything that y'all have done. Um, I want to say, um, thank you to all you fans. I mean, seriously, without you guys, um, this wouldn't be possible. I cannot wait to see what happens this week of what the outcome comes out. And, um, I cannot wait to see who Vanessa puts up. And I know, Paul and Cherry, y'all are probably biting your fingertips. And I guarantee you, Paul's going to be up all night seeing who she's going to put way. up. So he'll probably tell by 3 o'clock this morning.
3: That's right. Well, it's going to be interesting, an interesting week. Um, as Red Wine said, she's probably going to shed a few tears. Um and be drama filled about it, but uh, we'll see what happens. I I hope she puts up Austin and Liz.
2: I think we all do. Um,
3: Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Red Wine. Love you, girl. Thank you so much for calling in. Right, okay, same time next week? Same time Absolutely. next week, girl. Are you going to call in again? <laughs> she already hung up. I adore her. She makes me laugh so much. You know, she's a good friend of Adam Pox. Oh, okay. She's a sweetheart. But I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. Charlie, it was great hearing from you again as well.
1: You too, as always. I might be here next week. We'll see. Well, we'd
3: love to <laughs> have you.
2: Absolutely.
3: And All right. well, then, I will be remind
1: going. everybody. Bye. Pardon me? I said I'm going to get going, so bye to everyone. Oh. Thank I'll- you.
3: Thank you, Charlie. You have a great weekend. I will do. All right, Hen. Take care. I want to remind everybody to join us on Monday for the Manic Monday show hosted by Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. I'll be posting later on uh, who her guests will be. She always has great guests, just like Cowboy does, Um, and... I'm not sure who she's going to have on this Monday, but I will post it on Twitter and Facebook, as I always do. So join us at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, for the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa. And then back here again next Thursday for the Big Brother 17 Roundtable show with Michael Cowboy Ellis. We'll be right back here again next Thursday to do this all again. So, everybody, take care. Have a great weekend. Remember to watch the feeds. Keep your eyes on that Big Brother house. And come back and join us. So, I'm going to take us out with Ron as we always do. Everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, y'all. I want
1: to finish off with a song. I really felt like it was a great show, and um, I really do appreciate everyone that did listen and everyone who called in. Thank you.
0: for it. Take it
2: home and do some good with it. Hug your husband, wife,
1: kids. I leave you with this. Please, be kind. Be kind. Come back to Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Manic Monday, rad reality show with Michelle Costa. So don't forget, good night.
3: That's the wrap for us tonight, everyone. Again, thank you all for being with us. And remember to be kind to each other. All say goodnight. Good night all. Good night everybody. God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.